Blog Talk Radio. I've been paying attention to what's going on out there, man. Yup. I've been watching you niggas stealing my ways and shit. Uh-huh. And it's getting out of control now. Out of control. I'm going to start telling you niggas like I tell my bitches. Listen. Don't watch me. Watch TV. This is pay-per-view, nigga. You got to pay for this. Hey. First, let me take time to brush my shoulders off. Wait. I had to dust my shoulders all back. Y'all been waiting, been patient, been anxious. Now I here for bring back me your greatness. Yeah, the rap I lead, jab I weave, and come back with the same jab times three. I blow smoke to the heaven. I'm so dope it's a weapon. Rap's one big casino. I'm plotting Ocean Eleven. I, I might have sold the least, but I still managed to be most feared by most MCs. Good. Who dope is me? Who close to me? For sure, Bobby, nobody. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Now listen, you can either comprehend it or compliment it. It's all authentic. Yeah. But you better believe whatever I say, no homo. You can bet your balls I miss it. Mic check, one, two, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, what is this? Santana's back to business. Let's go. Mic check, one, two, one, two, check. Mic check, one, two, one, two, check. Mic check, one, two, what is this? Santana's back to business. Let's and what's going on, everyone out there listening? You know what time it is. It's Thursday night, so it's time for my check right here on the TSOTS channel and on the TSOTS app. It is yours truly, Demos, the electrifying man of internet radio, DC's people's champ. I am alongside two of my, my people, my family. You know who they are, but we're going to introduce them anyway. First off, always. The lovely, lovely Queen Poison. What's going on, Queen? What's going on? Ain't too much, you know. How are another you? Thursday night. Um, you know, having one of those days, but you know, getting it's passing away as we get ready to do this show. So you know, just getting through it and getting ready to do this. I mean, the weekend's almost here, so we good. True that. True that. And of course, we got with us my brother from another mother. The hardest working man, one of the hardest working men in CSOTS. He is the one, the only, the Bishop Eddie Kane. Bishop Eddie Kane, what's going on, Bishop Eddie Kane? What it is, man? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Hopefully everybody had. I, I heard how your day is, man. But we're gonna have a good night. We're about to put a little spin on it, and we're gonna have a good night because we're gonna have a good show. And we're gonna give the people a good show. Shout out to the Queen, Your Royal Majesty, Your Highness. And, uh, you know, let's get this show on the road. Let's get it going. Yes, well, we're going to get it going as always. You can interact with us by dialing 347-215-8558 to talk to us. Uh, one of the, to- the topics we're going to talk about um, in the second half hour of our show is we're going to compare the music of yesterday versus the music of today. Uh, we kind of got into it a little bit uh, last week's show, which we're going to also recap uh, a little bit. But we're going to get into it in more in-depth uh, this week. So just look forward to that, and we want to hear your input on that as well. Uh, but we're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into the quick three. Uh, so the quick three will begin with uh, two of the three stories that have a bit of a, a sad tone to them, unfortunately. Uh, the first one, uh, have to do with the son of a legendary uh, singer. Uh, Frank Sinatra Jr., who, of course, if you can tell by the name, is the son of legendary crooner, the late Frank Sinatra, uh, passed away suddenly yesterday uh, of cardiac arrest while on tour in Daytona Beach, Florida, according to a statement released by the Sinatra family. Uh, the statement did say that the family mourns the untimely passing of their son, brother, father, and uncle. No other details were provided. Uh, his real name was Francis Wayne Sinatra. Uh, his father's full name was Francis Albert Sinatra, but professionally he went by Frank Sinatra Jr. He did carry on the musical legacy of his father. Um, his own mu- He had his own music career. And he was actually kidnapped as a young man, which added a bizarre chapter to his father's legendary life. Uh, Again, he was on tour in Daytona Beach and passed away at the age of 72. 
so he now can go and join his father and sing in the heavens. Rest in peace, Frank Sinatra Jr. Uh, the second story also has to do with another legendary uh, singer, legendary gospel singer and minister, Daryl Coley, passed away at the age of 60 on Wednesday. Uh, his passing was reported last night while in hospice care, again at the age of 60. The Grammy-nominated singer was known first and foremost for his vocal talent, often being called, quote, a singer's singer, end quote, and to many was an innovator of the genre of gospel music. His most popular songs included his He's Preparing Me, When Sunday Comes, Jesus Saves, and Beyond the Veil. Uh, Mr. Coley uh, became a minister and founded the Love Fellowship Tabernacle in Los Angeles while also rising to become one of the top figures in gospel. Uh, his son, Tessian Coley, um, expressed his thoughts in, about his father's passing on Instagram uh, with a touching, uh, signing off the post with a touching note saying, I love you forever, Daddy. Daryl Coley, once again, is gone at the age of 60. May he also rest in peace. And finally, apparently, Jene Akio is married. Apparently, what's happened, according to Dot the Genius, who has been her beau, is now her husband. Uh, He revealed on social media on Wednesday, or, or earlier today, actually, that they are husband and wife after dropping the ultimate surprise earlier today on Instagram where he wished her a happy birthday, saying, quote, happy birthday to my gorgeous wife, happy to be on this quest with you. Now, previously, rumors were being circulated that the two were married when when the producers shared a photo of the couple's trip to Hawaii wearing matching bands on their left fingers. The, the, the picture was later deleted on Instagram, but the tweet is still there. Uh, it's the tweet say, quote, congratulations to my wife on her Grammy nomination. Now, it's, uh, it's unclear exactly when they got married. They've been, a, they've been dating since 2014. So, yeah, apparently she's now married and all that good stuff. So congratulations to the surprise couple and uh, happy birthday. So how about that one, y'all? First off, wow. I don't even know who this, I don't even know who neither one of those two are to be honest with you, but You said you know, Janae Aiko? Yeah. How dare you not know who she is? Oh, sorry, we sorry. She was a chick. She, she, she was a chick that how can I put this? I should say this in fact, uh if you've heard the song uh I don't need you, I don't need you, I don't need you, I don't need you, but I love you. The song that they claim she pretty much basically wrote in regards to uh, her dealing with Drake. Trust me, you know who she is. Right, when y'all we did the, for, um, the cover seen, episodes. Y'all seem to forget. I, well, yeah. I think I vaguely remember that, but y'all seem to forget. I don't listen to the radio nowadays, so a lot of these folks are, like, foreign to me. They, I'm they sorry, really, Janae, I like, go ahead. She's been around for quite a while. She's actually the cousin of Fizz from B2K, which is when she made her original debut. And since then, she's mostly been doing mixtapes. So when we when we did the cover episode with the amateurs, um, the song Bedroom Flow was actually by her. That's nice. But I still don't know who she is, so I'm just going to play my innocence again. I'm going to play my ignorance and keep it moving. <laughs> no, nope. I'm just gonna kick, I'm just gonna ha- ha- keep my in- ignorance and keep it moving because I don't know who she is, and I'm not gonna no, say everything like time. I do. She's actually been on a couple tracks with Schoolboy Q as well as Kendrick Lamar, so I don't need for you to go and do some homework, sir. She, she even did songs with nah, J Cole. I would rather not. Huh? That's terrible. I'm not. I mean, like I said. I'm still a product of yesteryear's uh, music. I'm not. I I can't get with this new age stuff. I'll tell. I'll talk about that later. But I want to move on. So, if you for those of y'all out there who didn't listen to last week's uh, episode, first off, shame on you. 
because you missed a great, great episode because we had on here last week a very humble and very talented young man by the name of Darren Smith who goes by the moniker of the Soul Entertainer. And let me tell you something, that was the most eye-opening experience I've ever had in my life, being able to speak to somebody who was just so humble, came from humble beginnings, and to bring himself to the point where he is now, um, and it was just it was it was just a phenomenal interview and a phenomenal experience. Uh, I don't know how you know what you guys your guys take was on it, but that was just my take. I just I enjoyed the experience so much. I mean, that definitely wasn't uh, I, 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 I was going to say, yeah, I, I have to back you up on that. Like, you know, just a real humble dude, as you said. Um, and he's only seen the beginning of where he, you know, where he's about to go. Um, but definitely somebody that people need to be on the lookout for. Um I liked every. I liked his answers. His answers were heartfelt. They were genuine, and they were honest answers. It wasn't no, oh, I better say this or no. It was. It was. It was straight from his heart. You gotta love that. You can talk to an artist and they can give it to you straight from their heart. That's respect, and it shows where he is in regards of what he's doing now what he wants to do, impact he sees he's making, and the impact he desires to make and will make. So, a fantastic show last week. I appreciate the brother taking his, taking time out to even do the interview, and uh, we definitely going to have to get him back. What about you, Queen Poison? What was your take on uh, Darren um, and, his, and what he had to say? I really did enjoy the interview. He has a nostalgic feel to him. And like you both said, he was very humble, which with new artists can can come at a rarity. Some artists are, are humble, given interviews I've done in the past. Some aren't as much. Some come off arrogant. So for him to just seem real thankful and appreciative for just people just hearing him out. That's what I think I enjoy most about him. I, w- I will say, um, you know, the part where he mentioned that the one song, uh, Save Me Tonight, where he said that it took him four hours to record it because his emotions overtook him, was what really connected me to him because, you know, truth be told, I'm, the, I'm, a, I'm an emotional person all the same. Uh, and for, you know, to hear that, a song, you know, the song that he wrote had that much of an effect on him that, you know, it, it overcame his emotions, just really connected with me, you know, really connected him to me in, in that aspect because it just shows that he puts everything into his music. You know, he writes his own songs and everything. He has a great uh, production team behind him that really put him in, uh, put him in a place to be successful with, and put him, you know, give him the right, you know, feel to his music in terms of, you know, notes and things of that nature. I, I gotta say, though, you know, I, I just gotta say, it was just, it was a great experience, as I said before, because of the fact that he was so humble and just appreciative, like y'all said, appreciative of the chance that he's gotten to be able to entertain and the fact that he is so. You know, he he feels like he wants to inspire other people. And the fact that he is an activist, you know, he has a cause that he's backing, and he's backing it with a lot of passion and a lot of heart and soul. You know, he's not the type of person that's going to just do it just because some record label tell him he should do it. He does it because he feels passionate about the cause. And not only does he do music, but he's also a Zumba instructor, I mean, he does so many different things. It's just, it's amazing to see somebody that has that kind of grind and that kind of passion in things. You don't see that every day. That, that's what 
you know, impressing me about this guy. Yeah, he, he did, like I said, definitely, he definitely made a, a great impression on me. So, you know, uh, hats off to him. I know he's having, um, I think, he, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's having this listening party uh, tonight, I think. I was, no, I was just getting ready to get into that. Uh, it's actually on March the 26th for everybody that's out there listening. March the 26th, he is actually having an event at the Edgewood Arts Building uh, in Northeast D.C. It is called uh, the, ni- the 1985, the Album Experience. Uh, it's a free event, uh, but it's limited seating, okay? It was 50 seats available, but as of yesterday, only 15 seats are remaining for this event. Uh, now the event here's the here's the description of the event uh, per his um, per the uh, his event uh, invite on on Facebook. It's an intimate it's intimate live performance and interview with with a special guest. There it's a one night only up close and personal in depth look into the creation of his brand new album 1985. Uh, there will be CDs on sale for purchase for ten dollars. You can buy this album 1985 at the event. The event is absolutely free, but in order to get to get in there, you have to register via uh, Eventbrite. Uh, we'll post the link up in our Facebook page uh, in our Facebook group page, which is TSOTS presents Mic Check. Again, there are only 15 seats remaining to uh, get. So if you want to go, you want to get on there quickly and register. Uh, a seat for that event. It looks like it's going to be a great, great time. It's going to be light hors d'oeuvres and beverages, uh, red carpet photography. Uh, doors open at 6.30 p.m. on 26th. Event starts at 7, goes to 7 to 9. So um, you can check that out. Um, and the address for that event is 3415 8th Street Northeast in Washington, D.C. Again, in order for you to get into the event, this is, you have to register. And we will post the link up on our Facebook group, which is uh, TSOCS Presents Mic Check. Uh, the event is sponsored by the Respect Yourself Project, LLC, which I believe is, his, is also his nonprofit uh, organization as well. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, if, I, if I didn't already have something that I had going on out of the area, I would totally be at this event. Uh, I believe that our own uh, Chills is going to be at that event. So, you know, we'll be able to get some um, some input from Chills uh, on the event in and of itself. Are you guys going to go? Um, I'll see if I can make it. You know me, I work like 10 jobs, so I might have to be at work. But I'm yeah, you, you are, you are like a little mini Jamaican. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bishop, get out of my head. I was getting ready to say the same thing. I was like, she is like the mini Jamaican out of this joint, man. She's like working like 10 jobs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, hey, I mean, it is what it is, working two jobs and doing a show. So, I mean, hey. hey got, that grind never stops, though, right? That grind never stops. Oh, never, no, ever. But um, I am curious to see what his future projects will be after this. I'm curious to see the progression. That's what I'm waiting on. I'm right there with you. I really I'm really looking forward to seeing what else he's got to offer for uh the great people out there. I mean he's a DMV uh product and he just has such a great sound to him and I'm pretty sure the fact that this event is called the listening Exper- album experience and not like how most people, they have listening parties where all you do is you listen to the entire CD while you're in there getting drunk and hanging out with a bunch of people. The fact that this is going to be an experience with a live performance and you get to get photographed like you're on the red carpet, this is going, I got a feeling this is going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing event. And I just it just goes to show you that this is a guy who thinks outside the box when it comes to his craft. You know, he's not calling this a listening party like everybody else. This is an experience. You hear me? This is an experience. 
I'm just saying it's an experience. Damn it. So don't get it twisted. It's not a part. It's not a listening part. It's an experience. So all y'all artists out there, man, you got you got to be outside the box. You got to think differently. You got to do things differently. Don't try to be like. Don't try to you know go with the status quo because the status quo ain't gonna get you nowhere. I'm just no. saying. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, I'm still on a high from that interview, so much so that, you know, we're going to go ahead and take our musical break here before we get into our topic of music of yesterday versus music of the day. So, I actually want to play another song off of his album, 1985. Uh, He actually wanted me to play this song last week, but we didn't have it available but I told him, I said, yo, I will play it next week. So hopefully if he's listening, Darren, if you are listening, we got. I told you I was going to play this song, so we're going to play it. Um, I believe he mentioned this actually during his interview. Uh, the song is called Nobody Like Me. Uh, so I definitely want to get this playing, and we're going to get talk, we're going to start talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of two different uh, eras of music, yesterday and today. So... Let's get into it. Darren, nobody like me right here on Mic Check, right here on the CSOTS channel and the CSOTS app.
are back here on TSOTS Mic Check, right here on the TSOTS channel and the TSOTS app. These people's champ, Queen Poison, and the Bishop Manny Kane here with you. Yo, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something about that song right there. That one right there is definitely one of them songs like you definitely gonna be you feeling yourself on that one, man. That that's that's the one of them joints right there. Oh yeah, most like, definitely. This me. This this is this is what it is. Like there ain't nobody like me for real. That's that's the one right there. I like that one. I really like that one. It still it still doesn't beat um, uh, Mercy Killer, but that one's like the. I think that's my second favorite song right there. Is Nobody Like Me. I mean that whole album in its entirety has a little something for everybody. And that is. That's what it's all about, you know. A CD should have like a something, a little something for everybody on it, and not just be a CD for just one type of person or one type of group of people. It should have something for everybody, and that, and like you said, boy, that's what makes this album so so good is because it does have something for everybody. It has something for for the person who's feeling confident about themselves. It's got something for the person who's feeling down about themselves or feeling like, you know, things are going wrong and they want to give up. Uh, you know, it has something for those, somebody who's going through a, a bad breakup, you know, things like that. And that's, again, that's what makes this album, you know, stand out there. And it makes me, it, I would much, I would spend money on this album before I would spend money on any of these mainstream cats out here nowadays putting out stuff. I would. I would. I really would. And as you can see, there's a segue here. <laughs> there's a segue. That brings us to our topic for tonight. Uh, we kind of started this off last week during our, um, right before we brought on Darren for our interview, about the music of yesterday versus the music of today. So why not? So we're going to go ahead and, like, really, 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 really get into it. And just you know, get on, get get into the comparisons, the good, the bad, the ugly, and this, that, and the third, and just have a good old discussion here. So, we gonna get right into it. So, who wants to who wants to kick it off for us here? Too much love, can't keep it to myself. Uh. Ladies first. Uh uh, Eddie, you first, cause y'all always give me with the ladies first every week. Hey, because we're gentlemen. Because we're we're gentlemen. We're gentlemen. That's what gentlemen do. Gentlemen let the ladies go first. I appreciate it, but since you're the R&B resident. Oh, but we're talking about the music. But see, we're talking. We're not. We're not just talking about one specific job. But however, I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, because you had the strongest um, opinion about it of all of us last week, bro. So you might as well go ahead and kick it this, off. Okay. Well, here it is. Here it is. This is how I feel about it. As I said last week, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like music today lacks substance. It lacks having a message. It lacks, for the most part, being inspiring. At least in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? You got chicks that, thanks to Fetty Wap, want to be a trap queen. You know what I'm saying? You had chicks when um, Rick Ross had that song, his his B bad, looking like a bag of money. You know what I'm saying? You had females that are literally sitting up there and basically saying, I look like a bag of money. And it's like, let's just be for real. Other than the content within a bag of money, there's nothing attractive about a bag of money. It's dumpy looking. So, so, so you, you're, you know, you're, you're comparing yourself to looking dumpy. And in most cases, most of them chicks were dumpy. So, hey, kudos. Nevertheless, like, there, there is no, like, there's not a standard anymore. If you go back in the day, there was a standard. There was a standard for having excellence. There was a standard for making sure the same fact that you put there were, were artists cared about putting out their absolute best. 
they didn't settle for just putting out something because they knew it was going to sell because they had blind followers. They took time out and invested in their craft where you had radios, you had not radio, not just any radio sets, but where you had record companies, record executives that as much as they definitely wanted to make a dollar, at the same time, they cared about making sure the sense that they put out a guaranteed quality product that was going to do that. Gone are the days where you had A&R reps, where you had people that worked on artists, where you had where record labels had literally a section to develop artists until they felt the artist was, was, was ready to come out. You don't have that anymore. I'm saying you don't have the 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 hit the hit town USA. You don't have that. You don't have that. You don't have that no more. You don't have the the Motown and the Stack Records. You don't you don't have them anymore. Now it's all about can I use you? Can we come up with a good enough gimmick that'll make that will have that'll cause you to have me become more of a millionaire or bigger than what I am now? We don't have it. We don't have artists. We don't have as many artists that are consciously aware of what's happening in 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 our communities, in society. Period, and 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 bold enough to speak on it. Think about it. Think, go back to go back in the day with the same fact when you had a, a song from the east from artists on the east coast, and you had a song from artists from the west coast. Or they were talking about what was happening in the community and how we need to come together and stop it. Think about the song Self Destruction. Self Destruction. You're headed for self destruction. Or go to the West Side, in fact, where they had the song We All in the Same Game. We had Michelle A. You had Ice T. You had Ice Cube. I mean, the list goes on, but we had artists that were coaching the, the public enemies. The KRS-1s. You had artists that were constantly aware of what was happening in society and were not afraid to speak up on it. And the thing about it is when they spoke up on it, even in their music, it still was a track that was hot. You don't have that now. You have artists that all they care about is becoming instant millionaires. Money, 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 money. Everybody sound the same. Nobody's, nobody, nobody's, nobody's trying to make a sound that is distinctively their own. Especially in hip hop. Oh man. I'll definitely so like, hip hop in a minute. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you whip hip hop a new one. But and then and then and then the artist and then the artist that actually can bring music like back to where like how it used to be. These are artists that are getting overlooked, and that's in every genre, from R&B to hip hop to reggae. The list goes on. You got artists that that do have that passion, like the soul entertainer. You know I'm saying, got got that passion, got that desire to want to sit up there and make sure the same fact they pour their heart into their music, man. They pour their heart into their lyrics and make sure the same fact that you, it reaches you, that it, that it that it grabs you. We ain't got no, we ain't got no, the, we ain't got no more storytellers, man. Not as many. We got we got make we got make believers. We ain't got storytellers. We got wannabes now. We ain't we ain't got no we ain't got no true storytellers. Cause half these jokers that, that especially in hip hop that's rapping, half these jokers ain't ain't nowhere near live the life that they sitting up there rapping about. But because they know people buy that stuff, they lie about it. Because record labels know it now. The ones that are in position that are all about money know the simple fact that's what sells. 
they they they, they push it. No, nah, man. So there's a there's a big difference, man. There's a big difference between the quality of musician, even me. And this is my last thing. I'm gonna say it. Then I'm gonna turn it over to you and Queen. But I'm gonna touch on musicianship because I'm an inspiring musician as well as sounds like I'm a singer. So when it, so, so when it comes to me, especially singing wise. I listen for that. I listen to your tone. I listen to, in fact, your your ability to pronunciate, your creativity, all that type of stuff. As well as, in fact, like musician-wise, I listen to all that. I listen to the instrumentation, all that. Like, back then, musicians back then worked just as hard as the artists they were playing for, if not harder. So... You know, it wasn't just a quick bop, bop, bop. Okay, ooh, that's a hit. Here it is. Jokers took their time, man. So it's like there's a big difference now between the quality of music that we all grew up to and listened to, that our parents brought us up on, that our parents exposed us to versus this garbage that we hear now. Something got to give. That, ladies and gentlemen, is why we call him the bishop. Because he just took y'all to church. God damn it. My man just took y'all to church, man. Real talk, man. He just took y'all to church. Clay boys, I'm pretty sure you got you got a really good opinion on this as well. I'm waiting to hear this. Shit, maybe I should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> I, I tried to let yeah, you now. I tried to let you. I tried to let you. See what I see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, the one time you don't want to go first, he come out and just <laughs> right shooting off the break. <laughs> no warning shots. Just do 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 do. <laughs> oh no, no warning shots. No warning shots at all. No, you gonna get it straight between the eyes. Damn. Right. Um, as far as today's music compared to. Yesteryear, because I listen to everything. It, 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 I, I completely agree with Bishop as far as <clears throat> the motivation and the consciousness of things that's going on. It seems, and like the point he did raise up, that everything's a gimmick. It seems like there's nothing genuine, there's nothing authentic. It's everybody wants to hop on what's trending or what's in or what seems important right now when it really isn't important. It's all superficial. So, it's like nobody's taking their time to go get vocal coaches or get lessons or actually perfect their craft. It's, oh, I can hum pretty decently and I can write pretty alright. So, as long as I got a catchy hook and a banging beat, that's all I really need, which is extremely sad because I don't know if y'all saw where Young Thug sat there and actually slowly read what his lyrics were saying. That had to be the saddest shit I've seen in my life. Like, I was thoroughly disgusted. I was like, what is this? It's bad enough that I already didn't really care for him as an artist, but to hear him slow down and try to pronunciate what he was supposed to be saying. And people already hopped on this. Like, it's actual Young Thug fans out there. It's celebrities that are so-called Young Thug fans. And I'm sitting here like, uh, what are y'all smoking? What are y'all on? Do y'all hear this? Because honestly, I think anybody that listens to Young Thug and thoroughly enjoys it either has to be, one, an idiot, two, on some type of drug. Because there's no way... You can tell me that you're listening to this. You can tell me that you're listening to this sober. And it's sad that, you know, future generations are getting exposed to this. So they're expecting this to be real music. It isn't. Real music to me is is what we consider neo soul. That's real music to me. Certain artists in, in hip hop still make real music. But what's really shown out there, the colorism, the, the disrespect towards each other, 
Like, it's a long list of things that's wrong with the music, the materialism, you know, it, it's, it's a lot. We can talk about this all day, but we don't have all day. But it just seems like there's no creativity. There's no knowledge of self. There's no... Now, on the R&B aspect, a lot of the new artists, when they put out their first album, there is a lot of good writers out there that happen to be able to sing and carry a tune. But it's not enough. And the fact that we're trying to make them popular, like how we saw the kids in high school, you know, make them seem like they was jumping instead of just letting them be their true, authentic selves. It seems like the ones that are willing to be themselves aren't inside the major label. They're independent. They're basically whatever money for shows and tours and videos and albums or mixtapes that they put out is basically coming out of their own pocket. Raheem Devon is like that. Eric Roberson is like that. It's a lot of artists that have gone from mainstream that because they aren't able to express themselves creatively like they would, which is basically the real music and which is the art that they they come to know and love because they can't express themselves in the way they want to. And there's so many restrictions because they're not what's popping. They become independent. And yesteryear music, which is going to lead to a future discussion on a future show, which is going to lead to the art of begging. Like, don't nobody beg no more. Think about it. When was the last time you thoroughly heard somebody on the track begging successfully? The last song well, I heard, I, I, I heard I, some begging, which was Shane by Tyrese. I'm glad you. Chris I'm glad Brown you, attempted it on a Rock for You to Sleep remix, and that was garbage. Okay, let me. I'm glad can, 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 I, can, I, can, can I touch on what you just said about the artist? Well, hold up. Like, pretty much. I'm going to say, like, I'm glad she, I'm glad she clarified and said begging on a track. So I'm going to say, I beg all the time for some of these artists to just retire. Okay, all right, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> You're really playing, yo. <laughs> I'm just saying. Go ahead, bitch. Say what you got to say, bro. No, I was just going to say, when she touched on the, the track about... By the way, many rippers give me life right now. I'm just saying. Many rippers give me life right now. Well, hey, hey, song. don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but, um, no, what I was going to say is, in fact, it's like... she When she spoke on the fact about artists, like some of these artists now are, like, going independent... Like, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's becoming a thing to do now. Like, if you really want to be heard, you, like, you you just have to, like, pretty much go go for it yourself. I, I, we, we spoke about different artists, hip-hop-wise, that have done that. They, they left their label. They, they're doing their own thing from producing their own tracks, all that type of stuff, booking shows, all that, and they're being successful at it without having a major label backing them, and then they get to put out what they actually want to put out. Not what some record label feels good just in order to make some money, but putting out what they want to put, put out and get their message across. It's getting to the point that being an indie artist is the way to go so that you can have full full control on the type of artist that you want to be and the type of music and the type of message that you want to convey. Fuck all you hoes. Yeah. This album is um, K. Michelle recently was talking about the fact about wanting to leave uh, Warner Brothers because they're now trying to Dictate what kind of music she can put out now. So, again, something has to give because it can't always be about gimmick and it can't, and it can't always be about the dollar. For everybody, it's not always about the money, but it's about the passion and making music that does have an impact on people's lives. I'm off my soapbox. Hands of my brother. 
Queen. Do you have any, anything else to add? Nah, I'm done, son. <laughs> so y'all both just gonna drop the mic. Boom. Okay. All right. So let me hold on. I got stressed myself out for this one. This is gonna feel like a champ rant here, <laughs> and I haven't done a champ rant forever. All right. Y'all listening in the background, it's Biggie Smalls, Big Bitcoin, B.I.G., Juicy, and um, everything like that. Let me say something. Like, everybody's touched a little bit on hip-hop, but mostly R&B. I'm, like Bishop said, I'm about to rip hip-hop of the day about several new assholes on this one. Because the bottom line is this. You listen to Juicy. This man is rapping about what he really lived. And he did it lyrically. A lot of these clown-ass dudes out here nowadays, all these hip-hop sounds sound the same to me. I go to the Tinderbox every weekend. Shout-out to the Tinderbox up there on Crane Highway in Waldorf, Maryland. That's my spot. Sorry, okay. Sorry. I go there every weekend. On Saturdays, they like to play, uh, they usually play a good you know, little mix of music in the, in the background. But a lot of times they play, like, a Drake playlist. With a lot of great songs. But they do mix in some other stuff in there as well. I can listen to maybe like three of the songs that may come on back to back to back all sound like the same shit. Money, hoes, and clothes. And it's trap music. It is trap music. I'm about so sick of trap music. So it ain't funny no more. I can't stand trap music. And anybody who be fucking with that trap music... I don't know what to tell you, but you getting yourself into a trap. But people don't realize that trap music will put you in a trap. Real talk. That is not music. That is nonsense. And yes, I'm probably sound like an old fogey for saying that, but don't judge me. I don't care. It's garbage. You listen to the hip-hop of yesteryear back when it first originated in the 80s. You know... Don't cross the bridge. You know what I'm saying? Anything LL did, LL came up as a battle rapper. You know what I'm saying? Big Daddy Kane. Tone Lope. Tone Lope made little party joints and everything like that. But his party joints is actually stuff that people can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like Funky Cold Medina and stuff like that. That's stuff you can relate to. And then you move into the 90s, you know, cats like Jay-Z and DMX. Biggie, Tupac, uh, Junior Mafia, Bad, the whole Bad Boy Click, uh, Rough Riders Click, Rockefeller Click, The West Coast, Death Row, you know, all them cats, they made music, a lot of it was what they did, experience, and a lot of it was what some of us regular folks can relate to, and that is what is so lacking when it comes to this new generation of music, they're just making crap that no one can relate to. You know, I can't relate to living in a big-ass house with a, with a bunch of females around that just will give me sexual pleasures when I want to. I don't know nothing about that. I don't think I want to know anything about that because I'm pretty sure it's not going to turn out the way they make it seem like it's going to turn out. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. I don't, li- I don't listen to a lot of today's R&B, so I can't really talk about that too much, but I can't say this. There's a lot of today's R&B lacks romance and passion. It really does. It's all about, it's all about fucking. It's all about fucking and how you will fuck. That's it. It's almost like, it's almost like R&B today is just turning the music you hear on a porno or something. It really, it's just, it's, that's just how it sounds to me. And it is so, so disappointing. I mean, what happened to songs like this? What happened to songs like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's talking about sex, but they're doing it in a much more passionate and creative way. You know what I'm saying? These dudes today, man, they just like, they just come out with it and it sounds like porno me. It just sounds like porn music. Hip hop, no messages, no purposes, no causes. It's just all the same, same stuff. They want to be, they want to get the status quo. And apparently, the status quo is 
to talk about how much money you got, how you trapping to get that money, how you got females, how you got females that want to be trap queens and want to get with a trap with a trap guy and everything like that. Like that's a, a glamorous life. Let me say something. I grew up with a bunch of guys. We used to play football, do backyard wrestling, all that stuff. They got older. They thought they were going through a trap and everything like that. Guess what? Half of them have been locked up. Some of them are dead. So tell me again how the trap life is a luxurious life according to these rap dudes. Because it's not. It is not a luxurious life. You're looking at a life either behind bars or six feet under. And even if you do time behind bars, you get out, guess what? You, will, you ain't going to be able to find a good job. So they're going to see that on your record, and they ain't going to look at you twice. They're not going to look at you twice. So all these trap dudes out here that's just rapping, trying to, you know, make their bucks, they're going to get a lot of dudes hemmed up. A lot of dudes hemmed up. Especially because a lot of them don't even live that life. They don't live that life. A lot of them probably just made anyway. They really are. I, that's why I don't listen to the radio I don't. When I do listen to the radio, do you know what I listen to? And Queen Floyd will probably know this. Magic 102.3. That's what I listen to. I don't listen. I don't listen to KYS or PGC here in the area. I don't listen to it. I don't. Because I will hear the same 15 songs played 15 times a day, and they all are going to sound the same. And then occasionally, if they have a little block where they play old school, then I'll hear all my favorites. But then we'll go back to the same 15 songs, play 15 times a day, and they're all going to sound the same. So if I happen to listen to the radio, I listen to Magic 102.3. I listen to the old school. That's what I listen to. And then I got over 600 songs on my phone music player. All my old favorites with, a, with some local artists and everything like that. And that's what I listen to. Some old favorites, some local artists, and some indie artists. That's all I listen to. I don't listen to none of this new age crap. I don't listen to none of this trap music. None of this. Because it is all, it's just all the same old garbage ass bullshit. And I'm about sick of it. And I'm pretty sure that this generation, once it gets older, it gets to be our age, they're going to part the next, the next generation of music that comes out, they're going to probably take the same thing, that it's absolute garbage, and they're going to embrace this garbage-ass music, and it's just going to be a cycle, and that cycle is going to continue and continue unless a group of people... Take it, you know, get up, get out of the, get out of the shadows, step to the forefront, and change things. Change the way we look, listen to music. That's why I, I will support guys like Darren, the soul entertainer. I will support guys like my boy, my, my uh, somebody who I consider a brother, LX. Why I will support someone like Hobson. Why I will support someone like Tech Nine? Why I will support even a mainstream artist like Eminem? You know what I'm saying? Because they are going to be what will help try do what they can to change music. They got. I'm, I'm hoping they will. I'm hoping they will. But until then, this is what we have. And I'm done. Mike Drop <clears throat> walks out. Damn, I done stunned y'all silent, didn't I? Bruh, like both of y'all was going in today. I don't know how to feel. I almost I almost put the, uh, my uh, ear piece down. You know, I'm going to still do it anyway. That's the chocolate! Okay, all right, I'm done. I'm done, all right. But, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, how, that's, that's always how I feel about, you know, compa- the comparison between the music of the day and the music of yesterday is just, you know, we all, we've all said it, that the music of yesterday had, had messages, had purpose, had vision. And the music of the day is just be, it's just crap being sold to, 
to crap me and throw the blind followers. And it's 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 a shame. It's such a shame. It it makes me sad really. I gotta I gotta play this you know, after the love is gone, what what do you have? Anyway. But that was that yo, that that was that felt good to get out though. I haven't had a rant like that forever. I'll tell you that much. That was that was that that was good. Sound like it was long overdue. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was long overdue for Bishop. Bishop went in though. Man, I think he I think Bishop dropped the bike and really left. He was just like, Okay, I'm done. Bye bye. He ain't dropping, he threw it. Hey, he can't be throwing mice though, man. We ain't got the money for to be throwing mice, man. Just saying. <laughs> Mic- microphones are expensive. So we could probably use the budget from these 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 booty boo rappers to probably pay to replace it. Okay, all right, I'm done. I'm serious. Sir. <laughs> but uh, that was a great that was a great topic, you guys. I really enjoyed talking about that. Uh, if you guys have an opinion on the you know what we just said, or you have a differing opinion about the music of yesterday versus the music of today, uh, feel free to join. TSOTS for this mic check Facebook group and post on there and tell us what your your opinion is. Um, what, what do you feel that the music of yesterday is better than the music of today? Do you feel the music of today is better than the music of yesterday? Whatever your opinion is, speak on it. And, and you know, just be just let us know what you think. But. Um, we, we we still got about we got less than three minutes to go, so I figured we can you know get off some final thoughts and everything like that before we skate on out of here for after another great episode of my check. So Miss Queen Poison, you got anything? You know I don't even know why I asked you because most times you be like Nah, I'm good. But I'm gonna ask you anyway. You got any final thoughts? Oh, look at you being considerate. I appreciate yeah. you. You know you are appreciated. Um, I appreciate that. I, I'm pretty much good today. Wow. Okay, alright. Where's Bishop? Bishop's like, Bishop's with Stone Cold Style on us. Bishop, where you at, brother? Right, where is he at? We even disappeared off, too. I told you, man, I think he dropped the mic and just walked out. He's just like, I'm, I ain't saying shit else. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> right, you know what well, like that. Yes, there he is. Oh, now he pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, DD ass dude, Bruh, You got any final thoughts after we after we all went in on today's music? I mean, no, man. I think I I think we all done said more than our fair share and more than enough, man. At the end of the day, it seems like like I feel at the end of the day, it's plain and simple. I just think that, and and I'm hoping for the fact for you know, music to shift again and shift back to the days of you know quality music again in all genres, and not just people that just sitting up there and just doing something to make a dollar. Surprisingly, I, I don't have any final thoughts. How about that shit? <laughs> All I got to say is, you know, you miss it like my big, like uh, famous radio person I used to say, you miss a day, you miss a lot. So don't miss a day because you'll miss a lot. And always remember, tell everybody that that you love that you love them because tomorrow's not promised to anybody. So right for Queen, for Queen Poison and the Bishop, these people champ here. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Mike Check. We will see y'all next week. Hey, Eddie, is 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 his and hers coming back tomorrow night? His and hers will be back tomorrow night. We're going to be doing a Q&A tomorrow. So, you know, send in them questions. If you're in the group, you can even post them in the group. Um, if you want to get in the group and you want to post some questions, look, find, you can find us on Facebook and uh 
TSOTS presents uh, his and hers. You can post your question in there. You don't have to, like, or you can, you know, inbox one of us, um, myself, Poetry, Dolce Diva, Free, uh, Ooch. You can you can inbox one of us your question. But um, tomorrow's going to be a Q&A. So bring them relationship questions. You can email them. You can, like I said, post them in the group. Or you can inbox one of us if you don't, you know, you don't want you, you don't want your name out there. But you know, it's gonna be back. I'm expecting us to, you know, what I'm saying have a, a great show tomorrow and help somebody, you know, look at themselves as well as in fact look at their relationship and and see and figure out if they should stay or they need to let they need to let it go. Well, we got well. That's about it for our show. So we're gonna get out of here. Uh, we're gonna play a track that our own Queen Poison is uh, very, very, very thinks very highly of, uh, favors it very much so. So we're gonna uh, ease out with that one. It's uh, BJ, the Chicago kid. The track is called Love Inside, uh, and that's what's gonna take y'all out for for this evening. So once again, you can join us tomorrow night for his and hers with the crew. Talking relationships, the Q and A session. Then we'll be back next week, Skybox Wednesday, Thursday, right here, my check. So we'll see, we'll see y'all next week. Take care. Have a good night. Too much love, can't keep it to myself. Uh. Baby girl, I think I need I want you to feel the love I have inside me I have